welcome back to let me do this and welcome back to our seventh episode if not sixth hey it's been a long time since when uh what do you mean since when it's your seventh episode since when since the inception since, yeah no since. that's not enough it's uh take it in production a bit i don't agree laptop oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back guys i am with the lovely opelo um oh yeah wait before we begin today's episode proudly brought to you by bw3d printing you think it we print it uh they're the guys that make these beautiful ornaments here and by the way please grab a coaster oh thank you thank you so yeah. much you're welcome Thank you, BW. 3D, B, BW 3D, 3D printing. Print. You think it, we print it. I can do a jingle for you, you know? Hurt <laughs> <laughs> uh, But tell me, you're also into business, I guess. Yeah. And um, what exactly do you do? I know it's more fashion. Good, do I don't I understand. Say that? Is it, do you, do you make clothes from scratch, scratch, scratch? Or. Embroidery, the design, the logo, things like that. I, you know, when you ask me like that, it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, it's a subtle, for me, it's a subtle compliment. <laughs> because sometimes when I'm marrying things, my friends be like, you made that one, right? I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I bought it from the shops. And like, yeah, we could <laughs> never tell because you're so good at this thing. So, but the thing is, I do make clothes from scratch because my favorite part of my job is called technical pattern design. Mm-hmm. So what that means is we um, redraw what makes up a t-shirt in mm-hmm. a template that we are going to soon use to make that t-shirt in a paper. Sometimes the paper is hard, sometimes it's softer. So we... Mm-hmm. We map the t-shirt out and then we save it. So that's called technical pattern design. It can be done manually. It can be done with CAD software systems. So so that's the first step, you know, into making garments. So the the fact that I am am an expert in that area means, yes, I do make clothes from scratch. So you could never tell out of all the things I'm wearing, did I make them or did I buy them? Because it's also not about fashion, you know, like the red carpet and, you know, mm. my boss's evening gown or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. really about functional clothing. Where I start to make clothes is like when uh, in textile and clothing design, one of the first few topics you answer is why do we wear clothes? And we wear clothes to protect ourselves and to cover our bodies. And that's a fundamental um, answer to the question because a business answers a question and the question is why do we wear clothes? To protect ourselves and to cover our bodies. So my making of clothes is to for those two things first. When it gets to fashion is when the when there's a certain niche. I can go there, but my, my big niche is at the fundamental need of clothes. The short answer is yes, I make clothes from scratch. <laughs> that is lovely. Yeah. But usually when people ask you that though, why do you wear clothes? Like don't you ever get a response or no, but ball rollers and get rabara. Like why why now? Baller roll not a man. Yeah, I mean I mean I started watching Shaka Ilembe and mm. the first thing I saw is the women were not wearing uh, the, I was like amazing boobs. 
In, in, in criminology, there's something called um, organized crime. Yes. Um, I don't know the actual definition. Mm-hmm. And then there's just like Bulgari and um, whatever, which Bulgari can happen during organized crime. But my mm-hmm. thing is, organized crime is people who consciously sit down like Ngozi and Opelo on this podcast and say, listen, the center is going to close on the 20th, right? All right. Auntie knocks off at 6 p.m., right? Right. Mm-hmm. How many cameras are here? And we organize, right? Mm. And the people who organize crime like that, they're very conscious. People who just like so happen to get high and go do Bulgari, they're not so very conscious. Not all the time. Yeah. We need our next dose sometimes. Or need next meal. That's how some some of these kids think when it comes to yeah when it comes to robbing people. At some point, I used to want to be a criminal as well, you know, because of the movies, cops and robbers. Which which movie particularly? Um, when I was a kid, not only this other movie, Will Smith, Lemuel Lawrence, Bad Boys. So of course we all wanted to be. You know Will Smith kind of Lawrence, but yeah. I always wanted to be the other guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. The guys are chasing after because I get it's like the thrill of it, man. It's oh my god, you're addicted to bad thrill. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. I think like I'm somewhere as well. What they were, you know, like war Escobar, like those type of people, mm, but it's mm, drug lords. Mm. Apparently, better they do that because of like it's just who they are. You know, it's in their nature, it's in their blood. Mm. They're also doing it for the thrill. Mm. Life without crime for them is not life. Mm. They still do it because it's just it's yeah. in their blood. It's just who they are, you know. I can believe so. that. I'm only asking because I've also also like thought that crime, crime is sexy in the movies. Yeah. The plot, the plot twist, cinematography. Mm-hmm. The lifestyle it looks it looks easy, so mm. I can say it's exciting to for me to watch. But I'm like I'm not sure this will work out in B Dub. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, it can't. I mean, look at these guys. Our weapons are already catching transit heist. All of them, okay, maybe most of them. Most of them, but also, also, but mm, yeah. and no, stupid. I wonder, like mm. every time, can they analyze the footage? You know what is available to us. Yeah, so yeah. Like, but why? Why am I talking about it? King, you know what I mean. You even notice someone talking. Yeah, is that phase two? Okay, phase two. <laughs> I think it was early last year or early this year. I don't remember, but wow. yeah. Can we do mostly? I think at that point, because I was just like, but you had all the money, you could have done this thing. But anyway, I think there comes a time as well, whereby you know when all this is happening and you realize, oh, you know what? Holy shit! I think, I think I'm done for. I think this is it. It's, it happens. It actually happens for everything that you do, which is not morally right. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything mm. that you do in your daily routine, which is not. At some point, you realize, what's going? Kira masip. And then, <laughs> and then, and, and then, guess what? You continue to do it mm. because it's a habit. It's within you. Yeah. You know, I have a friend who, you know, the late uh, rest in peace, um, Bobo Zabe. No. Oh, um, I don't know him personally, but he was like, um, 
um, uh, crime organizer in Botswana. Is it top crime organizer? If I should say so, maybe I don't know enough top crime organizers. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, he was the ultimate. You know, mm. um, the ones was a, a fake bomb bomb scare. Wow. Go statistics again, like Google guy, what up a house, something like that. It was because of that guy. He called and he said, "Listen, there's a bomb in the building," and then and, and, then, and then ah, there's a bomb in the building. People then they were evacuated, uh, and then boom, boom, boom. There's no bomb in the building. I don't know what Bobo wanted to do in that building, I, I, and I, I think he managed to do it. And I think he wanted to steal information. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that's <laughs> what how information go statistics. You'll never know. You'll okay. never know. <laughs> you know that data is the second or the first selling commodity in the world. Wow. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. After body parts. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not funny. So, um, I met Bobo when I was in 2000. Uh, you met him? 11. Not like that. So, okay. I'm with my friend and she says... Go, 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 game city because I was schooling by Boto. Mm. So we walked to game city to Muhiri's shop. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, how does Muhiri's shop? Um, then they are then is my friend, and then her friend, and then Bobo. Kante, the whole time we were there, I didn't know what was going on. I was so naive, you know. The mm. whole time I was there, Bobo was trying to swindle Muhiri of some uh, blackberry phones. You know, like produce something like a fake PO, then get the phones, then mm. something of that sort was happening during that mm. transaction. This guy is literally here to steal. After that, he'll just disappear and he'll be off the radar. So that was his life. Like like crime was in his blood. Yeah. I only found out like weeks later when my friend's like, yeah, you don't know this guy. I'm like, what? So it's him. And it is unfortunate. He he passed away two, three months ago. You know oh. what happened? What happened? He and apparently mm. he and his friends went to a restaurant by eight at eight design or something like that. Um by Sukhoa. They mm-hmm. ate, they drank, and then they left the scene, and they were asked to pay the bill, then they refused. Then he ran away. He ran to the highway that goes to Pakalane, and oh, he yeah. got hit by a combi. <laughs> if you knew him, you would know that this is not the type of guy for Tatsuri Kotlin. So, as he was running away, um, they were chasing after him? Eh, apparently. Oh, bad. Then he lost his life there. Eh? He died during crime. Mm. And we all miss him. <laughs> yeah, because he kept us entertained with the crime. Listen, your leaders are doing worse crimes than crime here. doesn't pay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's paying the leaders. Oh, true, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, okay, allegedly. So yeah, so uh, to some extent, uh, crime is sexy. To some extent. To women. You, you, to, women. To, to, to women, to women, yeah. To a man who's into crime than a man that works in ninety five. Normally, some women find attraction in that. Mm, okay, wait. Oh, okay. So you're saying. 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 Oh, ok
So what <laughs> are you asking all, me? Hey, would you be attracted to a man? Or would you find a man who does crime? Like, hello, Jaka. Not necessarily born in Clyde. Mm. Movies still on in our crime mode thing. Okay, anyway. Mm. But basically, if your man does crime, you're in a horror. Hey, my dear, what did he have? Sexually, yes, but not, but not to find this person as a life partner. Just mm. sexually. Just sexually. If I'm to be transparent. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it explains a lot. It explains why the beautiful girls would go for the bad boys. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you just get sex out of him and then leave? What? How did you get into a relationship with this person? That's yeah. my question. It's not more <laughs> of um, what do you call this? It's Hori- a trap. They get trapped. Like he's your trophy trophy boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, and you get trapped, be, and yeah. you actually there's a cycle, there's a um, psychological cycle that you fall into, mm. and then you find yourself just with this person. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. Very. That is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are some of the things that I think about. I have a daughter now, you know. I think what God, I just look at her sometimes and wonder. By the time she's twenty one, Listen, I've dated a a thug. Yeah, before. <clears throat> what kind of thug? Like, uh. Fagnificente. We said Fagnificente. Why do you say? Yeah, the Boondocks. Hey, hey. That was my favorite Popeye. Yeah. Fagnificente. Um, like a proper logo to street. I was 15, underage. And this guy was, I think he was 23. All right. And he was my now close friends. He is my now close friends' brother. Um, and they're totally two different people with the same blood. Wow. So, how did that happen? I think we met after school. You know, instead of going home, you take a walk around the street to show people that I'm now in high school. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we walk as a group of girls. You know, and this guy stops me. Hi, baby, how are you? I'm just like, oh, oh leave me alone. But I'm like, oh, who's this elderly guy looking for me? You know, what I'm <laughs> give him um, attention. Next thing, he'd be like, I'll wait for you after school tomorrow. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm thinking that's attention because. Uh, there was a lot of attention I was getting more than I was getting from my own daddy. So, mm. so um, that that's how we started dating. He'll wait for me after school. Sometimes he'll pick me from my house, take me to school, and I thought that was love. That's amazing. But what was your mom when this guy's picking you up from your house? Exactly. Like maybe my parents would have left much earlier to work. <laughs> Excuse oh. me. You know, to work because we'll be working a bit far, and then mm. I'll be left at home. You know. So that's how we started dating, and at some point, uh, it got. I was like, "No, this guy's toxic," you know. He took my phone because he's like, "Yeah, phone I'm just like, "Wait, what? Can a man take your phone and <laughs> and actually say what I'm when I'm actually not? Wait, I'm jollering with you only, you know. So that mm-hmm. happened. It ended up at the. Luckily enough, I have an aunt. Who was affiliated with the station commander? I called the station commander. Hey, I'm going to Hey, they get him, they cuff him, they throw him in the cell. Hang on a phone. Give me my phone. I'm like, you know. Um, but here's the thing. His mom was upset with me. Ooh. Like, and that's how I see that parenting can go south. Oh yeah. 
His mom said, I'm the one who's causing his son to act like this. And trust me, at my age right now, I know there's a contribution I did, in, first of all, by enabling an old elderly person to be in my life. Two, by not telling him, listen, this is where it stops. So I've enabled him and given him power in my life. That was my, my accountability. But she was saying as if I taught her son how to be a crime leader, how to um, abuse women, take their phones, throw them away, you know, because he took my phone and he peed on it. He just like whipped his wonky and then peed onto my phone. So anyway, now his mom was blaming me for all this behavior. And I thought, wake up. How do you, uh, I have known your son only for like a year. You've known this child for 24 years. How do you think I'm the cause of all this misbehavior? You know, um, her parent, I'm sorry, I love her so much because we're not friends, but I'm sorry, but she's the cause of the, all what her son is going through because she's like the bigger enabler in all this. So I've dated a thug before and he was selling drugs, hardcore drugs. Did he by any chance also um, like make you sell, like get you into his line of work? No, I think he, he was didn't. selfish with the profits, the money, you know? He didn't want me to to share. Well, yeah, share. there's that, but I mean, yeah. even if I got say, I get it, live in a canyon, yeah, home, I got a regular food, no, I got a regular do, no, he never got to do that. No. I think he pre, he. I, I don't know if I should say I believed him and I still believe him now mm. when he said, I don't want you to be in the value chain of oh. the drugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me sell the drugs. Um, if you need money, I'll give you, but I don't want you to do anything with drugs. Mm. Yeah, that's what one thing he protected me from. Yeah. And you're not afraid what was going to come after you? After like when we report that uh, you saw drunk and things like that? Actually, I wasn't. I get I was young. And also because yeah. um, the station commander said, I got my ass on you, dog. Um, I felt mm. safe. That's all, honestly. Where oh, is he now? Is he alive? Um, yeah, we bump into each other, bump once, into each other. once in a month. <laughs> also, because he, he doesn't stay far away from where my parents stay. So, mm. yeah, so we bump into each other and I act like he did. He did. That nigga did to mm. me. Mm. OP. But his his sister, Yeah. we talked, like, like literally he, were, well, we on were on regular. a phone call this morning. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. I have a weird life. Um, Because you can literally make 10 episodes out of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I think with that story, let's just (laughs) end here. (laughs) We're running out of time. But don't date (laughs) thugs. Yeah. It's not worth it. Um, Monitor, micro-monitor your children Mm. and find out what they're up to, who they're dating. If it means you invading into their privacy, do that. Because okay. when children are idling, every mm. chance they get, they can F up. Like, I met that nigger when I was about to close schools. So mm. it took two weeks of school's closure for me to get into that cycle. Mm. So micromanage your kids and make sure you know everything about them. If it means you, spy, you put a spyware onto their laptop, do that. If your kids are not doing sports, mm. they're not doing, they're not in a music band, they're not spending their time in recreational work and leisure, know that they're more exposed to the yeah. dangers of crime, abuse, drugs, and all of that. Trust me, I know because I'm from there 
I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having post, post-traumatic stress yes, yeah. from some of the things I encountered, but I, I'm coping. But you wouldn't want your child to cope later in life. You want them to just not go through that. Protect them. You know, some people say, yeah, but children learn as they go through things. Trust me, you don't want your child going through some of the things. You want your child to learn through falling and scraping their knee. Mm -hmm. Not from slipping into a tablet of um, ecstasy. Mm -hmm. You don't want them to learn through that. You want them to learn just by just, you know, harmless hum. Yeah. You know? I get you. Rather. Hmm. Please, I I can't imagine how it must be hard to be a parent in this age. Okay, thank you so much for that. Yeah. I'm also gonna take that advice into consideration. Mm-hmm. Not, I am gonna take that advice. Mm-hmm. Actually. I am. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gents, this has been uh, my lovely guest OP from Lesweedy Diaries. Um, okay. Stay tuned for more. Um, where can people find you, by the way? Wow, I'm in your business. Come on. Where do we go? Um, just check me on my Instagram, Lesudi Diaries. Um, mm-hmm. Like all the pictures on my page. Share them on your stories, please. And um, message me, DM me. My number is right there on my page. Lovely. Um, hopefully, next year I'll have our, a website and mm. then people can directly buy from the website. Right now, just hit like, subscribe, hit the, the bell thing, and then you'll get all the updates from the lovely stuff. Yeah. And do the same thing for BWT Reprinting uh-huh. and Joe's show. Yeah. With that being said, we are our people.